Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for a traditional talk show that has a non-traditional approach to helping you improve your life, love, and all things above? Are you ready for a show that would help you shine brighter, live better, and dream even bigger than you have before? Are you ready for a show whose main mission is to change your no-I-can't attitude into yes-I-can action and ultimately yes-I-did accomplishment? Then you are ready for the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Whatever you think, whatever you know, Whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. So get ready for some talk that is always rated R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. The Real Talk with Tanya White Show. Are you ready?
welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White as we continue our series, No More Excuses. No More Excuses is the subject tonight, and if you did not get energized by Marvin Sapp, go possess your land. Uh, Go with what you got. Stop sitting by the wayside and wondering if you got enough money, if you got enough manpower, if you got enough people with you tonight. By the end of the show, you will get up from where you are and go possess your land. What land am I talking about? Whatever dream you've been sitting on throughout this whole entire entire year. 2010 was supposed to be your year to win, uh, and you may have feel like you're losing right now, but tonight we have two powerful women who are going to inspire, motivate, and share their wonderful, wonderful stories about how they are possessing their land right now. Uh, If you are a new listener uh, to Real Talk with Tanya White, we want to welcome you. I am your host, Tanya White, and we are rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. Every subject, every guest, every topic is always rated R because we want to be real, we want to be relevant, and we want your life to be refreshing. So sit back, enjoy, participate in chat. Welcome everybody who is in chat. And we want you to call in with your questions or comments at 347-215-6446. Again, our topic is tonight, no more excuses. Go with what you got. Uh, We all, during the month of November, our theme is no more. No more this November. So last week we talked about no more. Um, We had April Mason on, and she talked about molestation, sexual abuse, and how uh, people who are victims of that horrible um, act can stand up and say no more. And so tonight we... We're talking about no more excuses. We want you to get up and go with what you got. Uh, go pursue that business, get that degree. You know, finally ask that woman to marry you, men, uh, and get that job that you wanted, whatever you have been sitting on or scared of pursuing tonight is your night to change your entire destiny. You don't want to. You don't have to wait till the new year. Tonight can be your night of liberation and uh, newness a new you, a new attitude for you to start finally living your life on purpose and the rated R life, as I say, real relevant and refreshing. Uh, Again, we want to say thank you for everyone who is in chat. Uh, In just about a minute and a half, we're going to have our boast about your book, business, or event, and we have uh, the founder of Prominence Magazine, uh, and she is going to share her story about how she finally launched Prominence and it is one of the newest buzz magazines uh, around right now. And so um, if you're just joining us, again, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We want you to be encouraged to participate in chat. Call in with your questions or comments at 347-215-6446. Visit my website at tanyawhite.com, T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, dot com, and If you've missed any of our shows in the past two years, we've been on two years, and we just can't believe it, uh, 100-plus shows, You, we encourage you to listen to the archives. We have interviewed a phenomenal list of powerful, motivating, inspirational people, from celebrities to authors to business uh, men and women to just people uh, who are just excited about life and excited about sharing and helping you to be real relevant and and refreshing. So listen to the Real Talk with Tanya White archives if you miss anyone or if this is your first time tuning in. Uh, we strongly encourage you to do that. Again, visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya White is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color dot com. Now let's get into our show as we get into our boast about your book, business, or event. We have the founder of Prominence Magazine, and I hope I pronounced her name right, Glennis. Uh, she is the founder of Prominence Magazine, and if you uh, have not read this magazine, go now to prominencemagazine.com, I believe. We're going to get that uh, website for you. But she, I believe she launched it this year, and she has already uh, been everywhere in the NYC on the media circuit, getting those powerful interviews, those interviews with everybody uh, from authors to uh uh, actors, actresses, just people who have the mindset of prominence. And so she's going to come on and share her vision and how she uh, had no more excuses and how she got up 
and went to possess her land, which was uh, finally launching Prominence Magazine. So welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show, Miss Glennis. Hello, how are you? How are you, Tanya? All right, now did I get your name right? Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> Glennis. Yeah, I, I, Glennis, I I was like, I hope this is right. Well, welcome once again. How is it in the NYC? It's a little chilly, but you know, I'm I'm trying to embrace myself for for that winter weather that's yes. coming up. So yes, yeah. because yeah, they have some winners up there. Yeah. Now I'm from the south, you, so. Yes. Now that's what I want you to tell us who you are and how you ended up in the NYC this year. Well, I'm Glennis Coakley. I am uh, an author, uh, also, and and the founder and editor in chief of Prominence Magazine, and. You know, I, I relocated here back in June um, from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I knew that I needed to take control, like you say, possess the land. Mm-hmm. And so I had to stop playing myself short. I had to stop telling myself what I'm going to do and just do it. And I'm pretty, I'm a pretty headstrong woman, so when I make up my mind to do something, I'm full speed ahead on it. So when I made up my mind that I was going to move to New York, that was it. Packed up my place, put in my two-week notice, came up here, and I have to say that making that decision was the best move that I could have made in my entire life. Because mm-hmm. since I've been here, so many doors have opened that would not have opened if I stayed in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So that said to me that God positioned me to be here. Right. And as a result... He just said, trust him, and that's what I did, and he is showing me that um, everything that he says, that he promises to us, is is, is true, will manifest itself. Mm. So I am just, you know, over the moon, overwhelmed with excitement, um, anxious about Prominence Magazine and all the feedback that I've gotten so far, and it's, it's just been a dream come true. And I'm just I'm just so grateful for everybody who supported and, and supported and continue to, to read the magazine. Wow, and you just joined Real Talk with Tanya, right? We have Glenn and Thornton, and she just shared how she got up and possessed her land in New York City to launch Prominence Magazine. Now, uh, first of all, um, it's kind of hard for someone to relocate, to move, uh, and to go into a land that they've never gone before. What I want, I want you to talk about a couple of feelings on the negative and the positive side that you felt as you you said, you put your two weeks notice in, but sometimes you know after we do something and we know it's what God wants us to do, still that little bit of uncertainty comes and all these feelings come and overwhelm us sometimes. Mm-hmm. How did you overcome some of those feelings and what were those feelings? Well, I, I have to be honest and say that I'm the type of person that I don't think about what can go wrong. Okay. I think about what can go right. Because if I allow myself to sit there and think about all the negative things that can happen, I'm not going to move anywhere. I will become right. so so frozen in fear to to move forward. So I think about the positive things that can happen, and that is what fuels my passion to keep going. So in preparing with this move, I didn't think about any of that. Because, Tanya, wow. I have to tell you, I have to tell you, God is my witness. As soon as I made that decision, everything before I even left Charlotte, started falling into place like it was unbelievable. Unbelievable how things just opened up. I applied for this job, got called, went up for two interviews. That was it. Got the job, mm-hmm. you know, found a place. It just happened. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God made provision for me to be here. And so I didn't move in fear. I didn't move in oh. any thoughts of negativity. I was just, I just kept it positive. And as mm. a result, positive things happened. The only mm. thing that I have to say is that, you know, I miss my family <laughs> back home because, yeah. you know, I, I love being around my, my parents and, and my brothers, and that's about the only thing. I do have family here, but I am very close with my parents and my brothers. So being away from them is, is kind of hard to adjust to, but we talk every day, every other day. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that kind of makes up for it. Now, how New York City is one of the – premier cities and, and has been for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh-huh. And, you know, sometimes we can, uh, in that big city, and you say you're from Charlotte, uh-huh. so you're kind of a country girl probably, uh-huh. um, how did you adjust that? And then how did you adjust your mindset? Okay, I know I'm here for a purpose, and now it's time for me to launch prominence. Right. Well, I have to say that my mother's from New York. She's from Brooklyn. Okay. 
and I would come up here every summer. So I kind of, you know, knew about the city and, you know, what to expect. But as an adult, you know, you kind of see it through different eyes. And, you know, being here is an exciting adjustment for me. I, I fell right in, and I adjusted very well. And I went back home in, in November, and people said, well, you know, you look like a New York girl, whatever that, mm-hmm. that means. But I guess that means I've adjusted well to being here. And I just love it here. And, um, you know, when I got here, the energy is what kind of draws me in to get things done. You know, being around other people with like minds who are getting things done, who are um, passionate, persistent, and have a goal to get somewhere helps me. So being in the midst of all of that kind of helped push prominence forward for me as soon as I got here. You know, I've met so many people who've come on board to help me that, you know, without them even being in my life, I don't think prominence would be where it is today. Wow. And you said June, so it's not even been six months? Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. Did you hear that, audience? Not even six months. And when I tell you that prominence feels like and reads like it's been uh, birthed into the world uh, ten years ago. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's just that season and Thank very you. well put together. Thank you now, so much. Now, tell us a little bit about Prominence Magazine. Well, you know, Prominence, well, I'll, I'll say our mission is as relevant as our name to noticeably stand out and project an image that inspires and empowers our readers into creating a life of prominence. Um, We like to think of it as the ultimate lifestyle magazine that is geared towards upward mobile urban professionals who seek a medium to explore and find the latest in news, business, fashion, beauty, entertainment, and sports. And, um, you know, just making that commitment to our readers to bring forth real relevant, one of your words you like to say, mm-hmm. and refreshing <laughs> topics and issues, um, we feel will not only keep them entertained and enlightened, but equipped with the resources and tools needed for an ever-evolving lifestyle. Um, our belief that prominence is more than a way of living but a state of mind can place us among the rising stars in the publishing industry and build an unwavering trust with our readers. And our readers is what's very, very important to us because, you know, that first issue to date, on that first issue alone, we have over 9,000 hits. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot about the product itself. And I'm just floored at, at the response that we're getting um, and just, you know, launching July 26th. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, now, it's you moved in amazing. June and you launched, you were not playing. You no. moved there in June and you launched in July. Uh-huh. Uh, go, you, you really went with what you got. You uh-huh. left uh, your your comfort zone, your home, yeah. and you you went there with a purpose and you pursued your pur- purpose immediately. Yeah. Now, where, where did you come with the, uh, with the name Prominence? Because that is a powerful name, mm-hmm. and uh, before people even read the magazine, I'm sure they're attracted to the name, Prominence. Yes. Where did you come up with that? And, you know, I, I hear that a lot. And you know what, Tanya, before I even uh, thought about bringing Prominence to this level, I was doing a little e-zine called Inspired and Empowered. And then one day the word Prominence just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It just dropped in my spirit. And I said, you know what, that's it. That's going to be the name of the magazine that I start one day. Wow. And so you know how you just let thoughts marinate, and mm-hmm. you know you know how how God says you know you write them write the vision down and make it plain, and it will soon right. manifest. Just be patient. And so I would have to say, little by little, I started putting this magazine together, and then I got to a point where I said, you know, I'm ready to to move forward. I'm I'm going to New York, the publishing capital of of the world, to to, mm-hmm. to lay some roots down and, and get this thing started. And ever since then, it's just been nonstop. So the name just came out of, out of nowhere, out of thin air. You know, spirit mm-hmm. dropped it into me, and I just ran with it. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's one. It, it's one. These are the feelings I get when I read read the word before mm-hmm. I even read the magazine. Mm-hmm. Is I stand up straight physically and mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's such a powerful word, and mm-hmm. then. I have an overwhelming sense of belief uh, that I can. Yeah. I can. 
pursue yeah. prominence because, yeah. like you said, it is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just makes you feel, you know, not only good but motivated and yes. determined yes. to pursue your purpose. That's right. Uh, and so I love, I love, love, love the name, and we Thank love you. that it dropped from nowhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. So tell us, you've been there since June. I'm still floored. So I, I just want you to know, you you really, your your go go with what you got story is inspiring me because when I come finally come revisit the NYC, mm-hmm. I won't be as fearful because you already laid the tracks, Glennis. Yeah. Uh, for I'm, I'm looking for you. <laughs> Listen, I will be there uh, in early part of uh, 2011. So okay. when I say I'm on my way. I believe, believe I'm on my way to visit. <laughs> now tell us, um, tell us how can people get the magazine and connect with you? Where can they get it and read it? And and if they want to subscribe to it, which I know they will. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can visit prominencemag.com, and that's P-R-O-M-I-N-E-N-C-E-M-A-G.com. Uh, to uh, visit the website and the current issue, the holiday issue is posted there. You just click on the magazine cover, and it will lead you to the digital issue. Um, currently, we are working to make the uh, the January issue of 2011, which is the entertainment issue, um, available in print. So there will be subscriptions for that. So sign up on the website so you can stay up to date on those developments because that will be um, an option for our readers. So many people are asking for subscriptions, and, and that says a lot to us also that they want this magazine in print. And so mm-hmm. that is just moving us to get everything in order to, to make that available, to make that happen for our readers come January. So, wow. um, yeah, we're on Twitter also, Prominence Mag uh, on Twitter, and then also mm-hmm. on Facebook, Prominence Magazine. So you can find us, us there also. Now, what needs... Can our audience help Prominence Magazine with so it can continue to grow and become a staple uh, in the magazine? Because there's a lot of room for uh, magazine and, and, and inspirational. So how can we help Prominence Magazine uh, flourish and prosper? Well, I would say continue to read it. You know, share it with your friends and family and your inner circle. And if anybody out there would like to contribute as a writer, you know, we're looking for writers uh, to come on board and, and share, you know, their expertise in whatever field that may be, uh, feel free to co- contact us at info at prominencemag.com with um, your interest. Um, but I just say just continue to, to push the magazine, support it, uh, share it with your friends and family, and um, our readership will grow. Okay. Listen, go now to prominencemag.com. Glennis has shared with you in less than six months. She she went with what she uh, got. She went for what she knew she was supposed to. She moved to New York, and she, like she said, everything started to fall into place. And when I tell you when you read this magazine, listen, listen, y'all, let me just tell you, and she knows I'm a huge, huge fan of my man, Amari Hartwick. And that is in her latest issue, Patty LaBelle. Uh, you you've been all over basically in that just that short amount of time. Uh-huh. I thought you was there this whole year. No. You've been around in the uh, on on the uh, media circuit in mm. New York. Yeah. Now how is that? How how I know you know sometimes we know that you know we've heard the cliches. This is your season. You're in your season. But when you're actually in that, how does it really feel? What types of adjustments do you really have to make? You quickly? know what? Because because it has to be a quick adjustment because you cannot you know, fall into any fear or anything. Right. You can't fall into any fear. You just got to, you, you got to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. You got to have that mindset where, okay, this is my job, and mm-hmm. there is nothing else I would rather be doing. And when you think like that, you'll be ready to go. Because when I was in Charlotte, girl, I would come home from work and just, you know, sit there and do something on the computer, and that's it. But since I've been here, I've been more apt, apt to go out to, okay. to network to just speak on prominence, and that says to me, again, that I am exactly where I need to be. Wow. Yeah. It, it's just it's just part of, uh, part of the job, part of the mm-hmm. job. And, you know, meeting all these people, I met Cornell West, who is fabulous. Yes. He is. Oh, my gosh. He is. He's so amazing. And um, he, he's, he's one of the, the 
the strongest voices in yes. in our community right now. Yes, he um, is. Yes. And just like she said, less than six months, Glennis. We are so proud of you. Thank um, you so much. I'm going to be uh, continuing to support you. Thank um, you. And, you know, I'm clear of mine because I'm going to turn 40, so I'm readjusting my life. Fabulous so, 40. <laughs> yeah. And so if, if you need me to help or whatever you need me, our Real Talk with Tanya White to do, just, just shoot me, you know, we're always on Facebook. Shoot me an email, say, Tanya, I need you to do this because Tanya's really readjusting and uh, because I want to be prominent. I want to be prominent and fabulous and 40. That's it. That's yes. it. And, you yes. know, hey, I'm going to drop you an email as soon as I get off the phone, okay. <laughs> off the air. Yeah, because, you, know, I, I, you know, I really admire what you're doing and you're very inspirational. And for you, you've accomplished a great deal as well. So, you know, being around women like yourself, that helps to inspire me and keep me going. So I want to thank you for that as well. No, no problem. We thank you. And we're going to we're going to go to prominencemag.com uh, and subscribe and pass it on and continue success. And we look forward to having you back on this show in 2011. Well, thank you so very much, Tanya, for having me t- tonight. Okay, thank you. You have a wonderful day and night, and we'll follow up with you later, Glenn. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Listen, if you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, that was Glennis, uh, founder of Prominence Magazine, y'all. She said that she has only been in New York less than six months. When she made up her mind, she put her two weeks notice in. Everything started falling into place. She hit the ground running, and she has not stopped. That is a prominent mindset. Um, And let me tell you, go to prominencemag.com right now, and you will realize and think that this magazine has been an up and operating for years and years. And so our topic tonight is no more excuses. Go with what you got. We're, our theme for the whole month of November is no more, no more November. That is our theme. So whatever it is, whether uh, you want to lose weight, which we're going to talk about in two weeks, no more fat, uh, whether it, you want to um, get a new job, launch that business, this is the no more, no more excuses tonight. Uh, Dr. Naima is on deck to tell us how we can go with what we got. But before she comes on, I have to soak in everything that Glenna said. So we're going to take a brief music break, and then we're going to come back. And Dr. Naima, I love her so much. She is going to empower and inspire us to stop sitting by the wayside, stop asking God to send us some help. God has already told us. You got enough. Go with what you got. So we're going to take a brief music break, and then we're going to come back with Dr. Naima. Listen, Gatherer, I found something for you.
that all right? Yes, you can. You can go with what you got, possess the land, and live the life that you have been dreaming about all your life. Listen, if you missed the first part of the show, we had Glennis on, and she talked about how she moved to New York, launched Prominence, and she has hit the ground running. Visit Prominence Magazine at prominencemag.com. Subscribe to it. Uh, send her uh, an email at info at prominencemag.com. If you uh, want to, uh, I think she said, if you have want to be a writer or submit some articles for the magazine, or if you just want to help, uh, if you have money and you are looking for an investment, listen, Prominence Magazine is where you need to invest your dollars uh, because it is powerful and it's prosperous and it's going to help you to live the life that you know you can live. Now, listen, part two of Real Talk with Tanya White tonight is going to be continue in the power of the no more excuses mindset. Go with what you got. This title is really Dr. Naima Johnson Bush. She recently got married. Congratulations. Uh, she does a seminar called Go With What You Got. So we're going to bring her on, and she's going to share how she came up with this seminar, what it means, and why you need to go with what you got. So welcome once again to Real Talk with Tanya White, Dr. Naima. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I am fantastic. How are you tonight, doctor? Girl, I am fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I am blessed and highly favored. Well, listen, we want others to be blessed and highly favored. Uh, And so we want to get right into this powerful seminar, Go With What You Got. Before you go into it, tell us who Dr. Naima Johnston Bush is in her own words. Oh, wow. Well, right now, it's interesting. Right now I am learning to be a wife. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. First and foremost, you know, I'm a, I'm a daughter of, of the Most High God. You know, I love Jesus, and, and it's my entire goal to serve him and to serve his people with the gifts that he's given me. And I'm an artist, you know, a Christian recording artist and a writer and an educator. I have a doctor degree in um, education from the Ohio State University. And like you said, I recently got married, so I've got this whole new role as um, mm-hmm. wife that I'm learning, and it's been Tremendously interesting. <laughs> it's been a new mm-hmm. adventure. It's been a new adventure. But I am I'm just I'm just ecstatic at what God is doing and what I'm learning and what I've been able to share with others and and just excited. Just excited to be back on your show. You know, I love you and I love your show and listen to the archives all the time because I never know where I'm gonna be when you're on, so Pick up in those well, we, archives and listen. Mm-hmm. We love you too. Now tell us, go with what you got. Why did God tell you to make this mandate in the earth at this time? Wow. You know, it is it's a really kind of a sad story that God took and just made into a tremendous blessing. I was about three years ago on the verge of just quitting. I had been called into full-time music ministry, and I'd done all I knew to do um, to create this music ministry, and I wasn't working anywhere else. It was all I was doing. And I found myself um, not equipped and not properly prepared to do full-time ministry. And I made a ton of mistakes, and I wound up losing just about everything that I had. And I was lonely and frustrated and living, you know, 600 miles from every person who was blood family to me. Um, and I was, it was just a devastating feeling, and I remember just kind of crying out to God and saying, I'm done. You know, I'm ready to quit. I'm just over this. I can't do it. I must have heard you wrong. I'm going to go back to um, academia and get me a nice paying job as a professor mm-hmm. somewhere because I just can't do this. And all I heard came to my mind quite clearly was Judges chapter 6. And I remember I got up and I got the Bible out, and I was like, Judges chapter 6, what is that? And it was the story of Gideon and how it was another situation where the Israelites were being oppressed. And uh, God just kind of showed up and said to Gideon, you know, I want you to go and fight this battle. And Gideon's response was, I can't do this thing you're telling me to do because I don't have what I need to fight this battle. And God said, basically, go with what you have in your hand because I go with you. 
And I knew at that moment in time that everything I needed at that moment in time I had. I might not have had, you know, the money to do a massive marketing campaign, and I might not have um, the contacts that some people had and the resources that some people had, but I had a mandate from God. And if I had a mandate from God, I had to have enough to do what he called me to do. And so I began to take stock, okay, what do I have? And one of the things that that I had was this education. You know, I went to school forever. It wasn't even like a long time. It was just forever. I I feel you, girl. You know I'm a professional (laughs) student. Yeah, forever. (laughs) And I learned. The number one thing I learned in school was how to learn. I can't tell you anything about them classes I took, but I can tell you that I learned how to think critically, how to do research, and how to figure things out. And so I took this mandate that I had, which was to write these songs and to preach this word and to minister to God's people, and I began to try to figure out based on prayer and the scripture and then the practical side, how to advance this ministry And I went from, in about a year and a half, two years, probably about two years, I went from doing like maybe three or four events a month, so maybe doing 30 events in a year, to doing upwards of 80 ministry events, engagements, interviews, conferences, 80 to 100 in a year, and finally getting to a place where, although I'm not rich, you know, I make my car note, and <laughs> I can go to the movies mm-hmm. and buy myself new pair of shoes. You know, I live a, a comfortable life, and um, I wasn't able to do that before. And it's been over the last year and a half that I've begun to speak to people who say to me, I wish I could do what you're doing, maybe not singing and preaching and teaching, but I have this dream, but I can't do this dream because I don't have what it takes. I, you know, I don't have the resources. And it just really began to become a burden to me because what I've come to understand is that when God puts a mandate on someone's life, if Mm -hmm. they don't move forward and do that thing that God has called them to do, not only do they suffer, but the people who assign to them suffer. So if, Mm -hmm. if God has given you a calling, the calling, the dream, the vision, it's not for you. It's for these other people that God wants you to bless through the dream that he's given you. And so if you're not out there functioning in that thing that God has called you to function in, then you are actually robbing someone else of a blessing. And Mm -hmm. that's difficult to hear and it's difficult to take in, especially when you really believe you don't have the resources or the skill to do the thing that you dream of doing. And that's when you have to know that God is on your side and God will provide what it is you need. And what you need, you really already have. You just figure out how. You just need to figure out how to use what you have to do what God has called you to do. Wow, I love what you said. If you don't move on what God has told you to do, you're not only uh, uh, messing up your own life, but you're messing up those who are assigned to you. And if people don't understand what uh, assignment means when people are assigned to you by God, can you explain that briefly? Yeah, you know, each and every one of us, has a calling on our life. You know, that calling differs. It doesn't necessarily have to be this thing that we defined as a grand thing. It could be, you know, a calling and a gifting to be a preschool teacher, to raise up that next generation. So each and every one of us has a job, an assignment that we can do, and only we can do it. And in that assignment, there are people that we are responsible for touching and ministering to and encouraging and building up and training and teaching um, and sometimes, you know, saving. You're responsible for these these people in this circle that will be touched through that vision that you have, that gift that you have, that thing that God wants you to do. And when you don't do it, they don't get from you what you need. I guess the, the best example I can give is I've had – situations where I've gone out and I've shared my testimony and, and some songs that I've written and the the story behind the song, and then someone will come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I was at the end of my rope. I was just done. I didn't think I could live anymore. And then you shared that testimony, and 
that was me too, and now I have hope. So I'm going to go do what I know I need to do. I'm going to live. I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing. And what if I wasn't in that position? What if I wasn't obedient? What would have had happened to them? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not to say that, that God wouldn't have raised somebody else up to, to meet the need, but they're assigned to you. It's your responsibility. And in the end, you're going to have to give an account. Um, and you don't want to, to say to the Lord, well, I didn't do it because I was scared or I didn't think I could or I didn't have enough money or I didn't go to school, you know. Um, and, yes. and that's what I mean by assignment, that, that people are assigned to us and, and we have a responsibility to them. We do. If you just join with a real talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Dr. Naima Johnson Bush, and that is so true, Dr. Naima. Uh, oftentimes, and we, that, that's a great example. But if you think about anything that we have, anything of convenience that we have today, the internet, uh, mm-hmm. cars, somebody had to move in their God-given assignment to launch that plan and get that plan in motion so that we can right. be the beneficiaries of it and also right. so that we can get our own plans in motion. I'm so inspired right. by the, uh, I call him a little boy because he is a little boy, the the creator of Facebook. And when I uh, look at his story and how, you know, he was just doing it because he, he thought he, he was just trying to get over something. But that was his assignment <laughs> because right. Facebook has connected so many people that we probably would never connect with had it not been for Facebook. So if you're right. sitting on something or if you are supposed to be assigned to help somebody else get to where they got and you're not doing it, you're messing up your own life and you're messing up their life. Uh, right. and so, Dr. Naima, how does one find the strength, the faith? Like you said, you was at your end of your rope. And I, I'm there right now particularly. I'm going to be honest because this is real relevant and refreshing radio. I'm there right now, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that in the new year and because it hasn't worked out, and I'm tired. How did you find the strength and the faith to say, okay, I'm going to give it that one more little pinky toe step, God? Uh, right, right. Because you said, how did you find the, 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 the faith, the strength, or whatever you found to just give it that one more? Right. You know, two things. I, I asked myself, was it more important to do what I love to do to try to create the life that I knew God wanted me to live? Or did I honestly want to go back to working in the office and uh, working for somebody else and being limited and not truly able to move forward in what I knew God had called me to do? And the answer to that was no. I didn't want to go backwards. I wanted to, it didn't matter what it would, would cost. And cost is always something you got to count because for some people, the cost is too great, and, and they're mm-hmm. not willing to give that up. But I wasn't willing to give up my freedom um, to do exactly what God told me to do. And if you're still in a position where, you know, you're you're working full-time so you, you're not fully doing that thing that, you know, you're called to do, are you willing to give up all of the advances you have made towards that freedom and that life? you want to create. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was I knew that I was born to do it, Mm. and I thought to myself, what would I tell the Lord when I had to look him face to face, that it was too hard? And I thought about what if he would have said that in terms of getting up on a cross? It was too hard, so I didn't do it. Ooh, and that was enough. That's and, an ouch. That's, that's a pinky toe ouch moment, Naima, because you just stepped on my toe, and I'm serious about that. Ouch. And I know some of you all are saying ouch. You can go ahead. I'm saying it for you. Wow. I mean, it is, though. It, is, it was that thought. It was, wow, one day I'm going to have to look God in the face and say, I didn't do it because... And what would his what would his response be? Mm-hmm. I mean, what excuse could I possibly give him? And to this day, even when I get tired and frustrated and I spend a whole day not getting anything done, because those days still happen, you know, mm-hmm. or I try something and it fails miserably, um, I still come back to that because it's not my responsibility to make the end successful. It's my responsibility 
to do what he's called me to do in a spirit of excellence. Because mm-hmm. success is defined differently by different people, you know. And is success, oh, I made a million dollars, or is success, I did what God told me to do, I touched and affected somebody's life, and I lived the life doing the thing that I love most. Is that success? And you got to determine what that is. For some people, it's a combination of both. For some people, it's one or the other. Yeah. So yeah, and for that, me, it's that, a combination of both. Because I've been telling yeah. the Lord, you know, I, I need to be a millionaire. I know you want me to be. <laughs> and that, you know, that's part of my success. <laughs> but part right. of it is me doing what I'm supposed to do. But that millionaire part is also a part. Me and the Lord are having a talk about that. He knows. He knows. <laughs> but you know what? I think I agree with you because I also believe that ministry or or the work that you're called to do, because I think some people are called to traditional ministry and some people are called to, you know, um, marketplace ministry. They're called mm-hmm. to be business people or media people. And, you know, some people go and some people send. And the people mm-hmm. who send are usually the people who are in what I like to call marketplace ministry, and they're just as important because they're right. the ones who finance, you know, ministry yeah. work, mission trips, feeding the poor. You know, exactly. everybody can't go. Somebody got to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and make the money to find it. Right, right, right. And ministry costs money. It costs money. And I don't think that God's desire is that any of us, be poor. It costs money to feed, you know, the homeless and to rescue women from uh, domestic abuse and to care for the orphan. I mean, that stuff costs money. It mm-hmm. does. And so I don't think that we should strive for poverty. I think in, in striving for excellence, we should also strive for profit because yes. the purpose of profit is to fund the work of God. And to Baby. enjoy your life also as well. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with going on vacation and taking care of your family and doing nice things. I don't think there's anything wrong with no, that. No, ma'am, there's nothing wrong. As, there's nothing you know, wrong with right. me luxuriating in, 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 the, right. in the pleasures of what the Lord has allowed us to experience. <laughs> right, right. Amen, because I'm trying to go to the spa right with you, girl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> If you have any questions for Dr. Naima, please give us a call at 347-215-6446. we got about seven minutes left. Now, Dr. Naima, I want to touch on this point, and I want to know if the Lord has given you some insight to this, because I love the story of Gideon. And if you don't know it, read it in Judges. But Gideon had all these people, and God continued to chip away and chip away and chip away and chip away, you know, uh, of the people who were in his life. Who could help them? Help him? Has the Lord right. given you any divine revelation on why He, you know, sometimes decreases uh, your crowd or your cash, or even sometimes your connections, uh, and then moves you into that place? Because sometimes that could be uh, startling for people when the Lord starts, you know, decreasing before He increases. And some people may misunderstand that sometimes that the decrease means that you're not supposed to do it. How do right. we know the difference? Right. You know, that that is an amazing question. And the reason why I say that is because that is what happened to me right before I moved to Nashville. You know, I was living in Ohio for many years, and God spoke to me and said, I want you to move to Nashville, Tennessee. And I had a very strong support base here in Ohio. And when I told them that I was moving to Nashville, it willed away. You know, they, they thought I was crazy. They thought I was making the wrong decision because I was no longer going to be there to benefit them and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and in those those situations, I think that's where you just have to know that you know that you know that that what you are doing is what you are supposed to do, and you have to step out. And if people won't go, God will go, you know, because he's the one who's sending you. He's the one, so he's going with you. And the the thing that's most interesting about that is if I would have listened to the naysayers and never moved to Nashville, mm-hmm. I never would have met my husband. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's particularly interesting about that is my husband is a promoter, um, a gospel promoter, an artist manager, um, a marketer, an administrator, and he has now taken over um, the administrative side of my ministry. Mm-hmm. And so God chipped away all of these people because 
for various reasons. You know, some some of them had impure motives. Some of them, the season just changed and our lives changed and there's nothing wrong with that. Some of them professed to want to see you successful, but when it looks like you really are going to do this thing, then they're like, oh, wow, nah. You know, oh, Lord. Hang. Oh, Lord. Say it ain't so, <laughs> Dr. Knight. Say it ain't so. It don't happen. It's true. It's true. Oh, my God. It's I've been true. living in that season for five years, Dr. Naeem. I know, well, let I know. them go, Dr. girl. Let the Lord chip them away because you don't know what room they're taking up who God wants to put in their Ooh. place. Because it's true. Had I not moved and let those people go, and it was hard. I mean, I cried. I love these people. I cried, but I had to let them go. And even afterwards, and we made peace, our relationship was never the same again. But had I not moved, had I not let them go, had I not experienced the pain, because it was painful of, I know. of these tearing relationships, I never would have met my husband, and he never would have stepped in and began to handle those areas in my ministry, or for some people it might be your business, your organization, your dream, that were weak. He compliments me in every area that I'm weak, and he takes that and he's developing and he's growing it. You know, I do a concert, I promote a concert, and I do good on a Saturday night to get 25 people out. You know, he did one on a Thursday night, and he had me as the opener because he's doing this series, so he's going to have me open um, two songs at the beginning of every concert, bi-monthly concert series, on a Thursday night. He got 60 people out. He hasn't mm-hmm. lived in Ohio, because we came back to Ohio. He hasn't lived in Ohio but eight weeks. Wow. <laughs> that is that is a gift. But had well, I, like you, you said, know, not let go. You, yes, yes, and go, and, and like you said, we don't know what we're going to right. And so right. that's why the, the go with what you got, you have to have that mentality. I know I need it. So I need y'all, everybody who's listening, y'all need to say, Tanya, you need to go with what you got. Because Don't sometimes you're complacent. You know, I've been sitting, uh, I'm not even going yet. Y'all have heard my story. But I sometimes we need to really just, like you said, go through the pain uh, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to question why is this happening, but then really know that I have a purpose and a mandate. I love what you said, a mandate. To go right. from God. Oh my goodness, Doctor Nye, that's why we love you on this show. We oh, love you, love you. you. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have a we have a caller, and I want to bring him on. We only have like two two minutes, and they are from Maryland. So three oh one, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello. Hello, how are you? We are fantastic. Thank you. This is Carly yeah. Earl. I just wanted to call in and just support and just say I am so enjoying the um, the interview and the broadcast tonight. Well, thank you. Oh, now you know that is my girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's Miss Carlita. Carlita is a very gifted artist, and she has um, given me the privilege to work with her and to, to mentor her and coach her, and it has been an honor to watch her develop and grow and go with what she's got. So oh, what that's you awesome. Got. Well thank yeah. you so much for calling and sharing and listening tonight. This is this is a wonderful show. I'm energized. I'm ready to leap up out of this office right now. I'm and ready go to, with what I'm I'm ready I to jump over a wall. I know it. <laughs> well thank you so much for calling and keep, keep continue to listen, okay? Thank you so much. You all have a great night. You, you too. talk to you soon. All righty. <laughs> Well, Dr. Nay, we have one minute left, and I mean, you have really Ooh, wow. blessed me. I'm gonna have listen, listen. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do something. We have to bring you on and talk about this because we didn't even get into the the deepness of what that really means to go right. with you guys. And I want right. you to exegete what that means and uh, deal with Gideon. So we're gonna have you back because it, okay. it really is real relevant and refreshing to to now uh, society and people and people who are really some. Uh, stagnant and stuck in a rut. So, briefly, tell us where we can visit you at and leave us with your last words of wisdom for somebody who is still saying, God, I can't. Right, right. Okay, well, the best place to get me now is because my ma- my website is going through a major uh, redesign. It's to catch me on Facebook, and it's just, you know, facebook.com backslash Naima Johnston Bush. And Naima is spelled N-A-I-M-A. But you can also catch me on Reverb Nation and uh, sign up for my mailing list. I do uh, a newsletter, and it's um, a calling, how to go with what you got, how to achieve your God-giving dreams. So Reverb Nation, 
dot com backslash Naima N A I M A. That's where you can sign up um, for the mailing list. And you know, my my word of wisdom would be: do not let the past dictate the present or define the future, because the choice you make today will determine the outcome of tomorrow. And so it's time to just get on up and go forward with the power of the Lord, because you can do it. Go with what you got. Listen, that was a mouthful. That was million-dollar information, you guys, from Dr. Naima Johnston Bush. Listen, don't let the past. Yeah, we're gonna have to definitely have you back because I really want you I to go in depth, and I want. I want huh? I said I love your show, so I'll be back anytime. anytime. Oh, listen, listen, because I really want callers to, because uh, I believe you know uh, that you know we we really need to, especially as African American people, really need to launch out into the deep and uh, do some things that have never been done before, and we right. can't do that if we we continue to wait for, like you said, people. We wait for the resources, or we even wait for, because I'm one of God, I don't know much. I don't have the knowledge to do this. So really, let go of what you got is very powerful. Again, Dr. Naima, tell us what you have coming up next and where you're going to be and how people, you know, if they're in Ohio, where can they, you know, invite you? Oh, my gosh. I've got, you know, I've got so much going on. And, yes, I am taking bookings for 2011. They can just. Um, get on the Reverb Nation and shoot me an email that way if they'd like me to come on out. I do do this seminar live, and we talk about um, the four things that keep you from achieving your God-given dreams, the 12 steps you need to accomplish to achieve your God-given dreams. Um, so there is a whole program. And if you sign up, you will also get um, information about my teleseminar. I do a um, a seminar, a, a mentoring group, the Go With What You Got mentoring group. We meet monthly and we talk about these things, and I teach a lesson on how to go forward. So those are the places that wherever you are, you can get me. Um, I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend at Blue and Gray Day, educating mm-hmm. the people about the history of the Negro spiritual. I'm at the mm-hmm. Carnton Plantation. Yeah. Wow. And then um, – um, oh, gosh, there's just so much coming up. You have to check my schedule. I might be coming near yeah. you because I do travel nationally. So check the schedule right. at ReverbNation.com backslash Naima. Reverb Nation, we love you. Congratulations. Listen, we're looking for the Go With What You Got book, CD, DVD in 2011. We're working on it. We are working listen. on it. Yeah, 2011 launch. We got it going on. <laughs> yes. And listen, we're going to let you go because I got to go what I got and go to this gym and work it out. <laughs> We're going to have you back And listen 2010 you really did win And we're just excited to see What 2011 and beyond Is going to bring Dr. Naima So thank you once again for taking the time To come share your story And encourage our listeners To go with what you got Alright thank you I'll talk to you soon Alright thank you Listen We'll talk with Tanya White. This was the most powerful show that we've had. No more excuses. Go with what you got. Listen, you heard Glennis' story, founder, creator of uh, Prominence Magazine. She said she went to New York City this June, less than six months. And Prominence Magazine, if you have not read it, go to prominencemag.com. It looks like it's been up and running for about 10 years. Listen, Essence, listen, Prominence is on your tracks. And it's okay because we got room for everybody. Dr. Naima just shared her powerful go with what you got story. I'm going to have a go with what you got story in 2011, you guys, um, because I feel like Gideon right now. But that's okay. I've just been rejuvenated and inspired to keep on keeping on, and I hope you have too. Listen, we continue our series. Next week is Thanksgiving week, and so we're taking off. We will be back November 29th as we have Wendy Eda, fitness expert, and she is going to talk about no more fat Fitness after 40. Y'all turned 40 December 31st, and so I know this firsthand. Wendy Eda was 40, and uh, and she transformed her life, her fitness, her nutrition, and she is going to inspire, particularly women, uh, 40 and, and older, that you can be fit and you can have a healthy life after 40. 
Um, and we also have the wonderful and sensational Spike Spielberg on sharing his weight loss story. So tune in Monday night, two weeks from tonight, November 29th, as we continue our No More uh, November series, as we talk about No More Fat, Fitness After 40. If you miss any of this show, rewind it, send it, play it, go to the gym. You can. Did y'all know y'all can listen to Blog Talk Radio on your iPhone? I didn't know that. But you can, while you're working on the elliptical, like I'm going to do in about 20 minutes, you can listen to the show. Uh, check me out at TanyaWhite.com. Shoot me an email. If you just, whatever the Lord sends you, don't send you to encourage me, send it, Tanya, at TanyaWhite.com. Don't send no foolishness, though, y'all. I love y'all, but I don't need no foolishness. Listen, we're going to close with what we start with, Marvin Sapp, Possess the Land. If you don't know that where you need to go or what you need to possess, this song is going to inspire you to do so. I love you guys.